Friends, welcome to Houston and Killillan Kirk for worship as we gather from near and far. The Lord dwells in all our houses as we gather as one body around the Word of God, which sets us free. Good morning. Welcome to everyone joining us at Houston and Killillan Kirk for worship. This is shared in this YouTube channel and in our podcast. And please follow us on our YouTube channel if you can. Some of us are hurting, some of us are smarting, some of us have hearts of gladness, some of us are filled with grief, some of us are full of joy, some of us struggle to get out of bed each morning. The strong, the weak, the faithful, the doubter, the saint and sinner, the regular and guest, all are welcome in this place. Let us worship God. We sing to God's glory and praise in 550 as the deer pants for the water. come to you as we often do, knowing that you are waiting with open arms, ready to welcome us, your family, here in this place. Welcoming Jesus, so often the recipient of hospitality, 
and yet willing to sit with anyone, saint and sinner alike, we come to you, knowing you're prepared to budge up and let us sit beside you. Welcoming spirit, so often hidden from sight, and yet so large a part of any gathering of God's people, we come to you, knowing that the whispers of welcome are all around us, knowing that we are welcomed, and yet knowing that we have not always been deserving of that welcome, your wide arms of grace, O oh God, are too much to take in. When we come with our heads dipped in shame, you gently lift our chins, gaze into our eyes and say, Welcome, child, so good to see you. Lord, may we never take this for granted. May we try harder to live up to your gracious welcome, accept your love, and in turn offer that same love and welcome to all we meet. And hear us now as we pray together as one family, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our intimations this week, our food bank collection continues on a Tuesday at the West Halls. Please support this if you can. There are people joining us from all over the world in our services. And it's been great to hear from a few of you. Please get in touch with me and let me know where you're joining us from. It would be great to hear from you. Our annual Kalalan Kirk service will not be able to gather in person this year. So next Sunday, there will be a recorded service and a sharing of communion online from Kalalan. Birthdays this week, Eva Patterson, one of our Sunday club, and Margaret Richardson had birthdays this week, and it's Stephanie Bell's birthday tomorrow. So a very happy birthday to you all. I hope you had a lovely time. Our scripture lessons this week are read by Martin McKee. Let's listen for God's word. This week's first reading comes from Psalm 13. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him. And my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise, for he has been good to me. Our anthem, For the Beauty of the Earth, by John Rutter, sung by Laura McKee, Stephanie Bell and Matthew Alexander. Oh, 
The second reading comes from Matthew chapter 10, verses 40 to 42. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly, I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. Amen. And may the Lord add his blessing to this reading from his holy word. Thank you to Martin for our scripture reading and to Laura, Stephanie and Matthew for another wonderful anthem. They'll now take a break from the anthems over July and the start of August and we'll have more anthems once we're back in the middle of August. But thank you to the three of you for the lovely anthems you've produced over these last few months. It's greatly appreciated by those who join us. Our next hymn, 685, for everyone born, a place at the table.
us pray. Spirit, always open, always stirring, always calling us. Call us to throw aside all our prejudice today and come with fresh eyes and open ears to hear your word for us. So be it. Amen. Small Acts, Big Changes is a new podcast series speaking to people of different faith traditions by Mike Haynes from Global Acts of Unity. How small acts can lead to big changes. The first week, Mrs Patel, the chair of the Hindu Forum in Britain, and I will be on in the next couple of weeks. But one of the centrepieces of the main faiths which draws us together is the importance of hospitality and welcome. It's often the one thing, the first thing, a congregation puts at the top of the list in describing themselves. It comes before describing what they believe in many circumstances. Many faith communities describe themselves as friendly and welcoming. But there is much more research that suggests we tend to be welcoming towards those who know us. And that welcome revolves around our own groups. In Jesus' day, the ethic of welcome was simply part of the culture of thousands of years. But because of that, it had evolved into a much greater ethic than a simple handshake or invitation to come to coffee following the service. Because it was so deeply ingrained, it was far less about simply welcoming a person as a lone individual. The hospitality of welcome had grown into accepting and welcoming and honouring everything that individual stood for, along with those they were allied to, family, community. It was a network you welcomed, all the faces behind the face of the one standing before you. So when Jesus says the words, Whoever welcomes you, welcomes me. It's a way of seeing the world where everyone is connected, aware of our neighbour and our neighbour's networks. And we are very keen on networks in this day and age. It's how Facebook and Instagram works. Yet we remain a very individualistic society. Could it just be? that this pandemic and lockdown will help us change, that we will seek to be truly connected again. What Jesus teaches about hospitality is simple. All it involves is a little one and a cup of water. Little one does not necessarily mean children. It means people that others think do not matter. Jesus gives you no extra marks for being welcoming to famous people or wealthy people or people who may be able to do you a favour at some point in the future. Jesus explains to us all that when we welcome little people, those who are poor or weak or disappointed are those who simply cannot cope. We are welcoming Jesus. Little people 
and a cup of cold water. A cup of water makes no demands in terms of culinary brilliance. In fact, it seems that hospitality for Jesus is not about what you do or what you give or what you spend. It's about who you are. Hospitality is a matter of the heart. It's about welcoming people into our lives. So let us reflect in our own faith communities, how that works for each of us to believe we're a welcoming church. When we speak of welcoming Jesus into our lives, is there room for those we are prejudiced towards, those we are awkward with, those we fear? Are we willing to hear that which makes us uncomfortable? Friends, this is not a simple faith statement about some personal belief. It's a kingdom statement that affirms we are living in a particular way in the world that goes beyond the comfortable circles we easily welcome and finds us in the places the world fears to go. Where our own culture puts up barriers and where we'll find ourselves receiving the response Jesus received from those that controlled that culture. The hospitality of Jesus reaches out to the rich and poor, male and female, young and old, weak and strong. It transcends social status, racial boundaries and sexuality. It seeks to include and welcome, to acknowledge and release those gifts of grace which allow us in turn to be hospitable. It is no surprise that the central act of Christian worship is an act of hospitality. As we did last week, Jesus invites each of us and all of us to sit with him at his table to share food and drink the communion service is a service in which Jesus welcomes us into his company. No matter who you are, no matter what you have been. And we are continually brought back to the basic concepts. Love the stranger, hospitality, relationships, community, justice. And really, all of these things are the same thing too. All in three verses, hospitality, welcome, justice. That's the gospel in a nutshell. Hospitality, welcome, justice, love, care and share. But we need to remember in Jesus' culture, when you welcomed someone, you welcomed all they stood for, all they were tied to. So when whoever welcomes you welcomes me is said, it was stating the obvious. If they welcome you, then they welcome all that you stand for, give you a place, are hospitable to your beliefs and honour. That's the generous way to live. For everyone born, a place at the table, to live without fear and simply to be, 
to work, to speak out, to witness and worship for everyone born the right to be free. And God will delight when we are creators of justice and joy. Glory be to the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forevermore, world without end. Amen. This is a point in the service where we would ordinarily take our offering. Ways you can do that are weekly envelopes into the West Halls on a Tuesday at the Food Bank Collection or on the website under weekly finance or weekly offering tabs. And thank you to everyone who continues to support the church. Let us pray. Lord, we bring to you our offerings, our money, our time and ourselves, not as payment for something given, but out of adoration and thanksgiving for all we have received. Take what we offer and who we are and bless them to the work of this church and your kingdom. God of welcome, we thank you that you are always ready, waiting to welcome us, always waiting to spend time with, it, with us and hear what we bring to you in prayer. This prayer could be an endless list and there will be some situations missed and people escaping our attention. But we know that you are able to see beyond our limited memories and hold all that pains creation with us and for us. We are so consumed by the effects of a virus that many situations have gone unnoticed. We pray now for those in our world who feel forgotten, for refugees in camps, not only worried about when their lives might take a better turn, but now also fearful of this invisible danger, for men, women and children behind closed doors living with the danger and torment of the ha at the hands of people who profess to love them. For people living with life-limiting conditions, relying on reduced levels of care, fearful of catching this virus as they fear their treatment will be limited. For those in the background within caregiving services, the cleaners and janitorial staff, the administrators and managers, doing what is needed to ensure hospitals and care homes run smoothly and safely. For places of conflict, where with attention elsewhere, dangers are increased and tensions raised, where deaths continue unheeded. For our teachers and school staff, who have worked tirelessly these last few months, and to have prepared schools and learning, only to be told it's all changing. Lord, refresh their souls this summer. So many places, so many concerns, Lord. Thank you that we can bring them to you. All these prayers spoken, and those spoken quietly in their own hearts, will lay before your throne of grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Following our final hymn, there will be a benediction. We then sing the threefold Amen and the doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Our final hymn, 
622, we sing a love that sets all people free. welcome justice, love, care and share. Go and show everyone you meet, you really are a follower of Jesus. And as you go, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with you all forevermore.